Welcome back to another episode of Inside Inside Sales. Brought to you by our sponsor, Vanilla Song. With your host, Daryl Prale. Join us as we interview industry experts in the dramatically growing field of inside sales and sales development. Tune in as Daryl brings you actionable strategies and tactics that can immediately increase your sales and success. So you ready? Hey, Daryl. My goodness, folks, another week has gone by. I'm still here. You're still there. We're still listening. Life is good. Life is good, is it not? How you been keeping? You doing okay? Everything fine. How's your mindset? Have you worked on your personal branding? Because you know, I'm just all in on personal branding. And most of all, what have you read lately? Have you read any good books lately? I'm reading some good books. Right now, I'm reading Jeb Blunt's Inked. All right. Uh, Jeb Blunt, of course, of Outbound Conference coming up in May. I just finished reading Sales Truth by Michael Weinberg. Again, another original founder of the Outbound Posse. And that was cool. You know, one of the things I always like when you're reading a book like this one, there's lots of nuggets where you're just self-identifying. You're going, holy, that's me, that's me, that's me. That's us, that's so-and-so, that's my colleague or whatever. I bet you I took more screenshots from my den, if you will, my little reading room with my phone on various pages and sent them to my peers, my CEO, my VP of sales, et cetera, on Slack. And I would mark it all up and I'd say, we need to do this. And we talked about that. That's the power of, of the book. So if you haven't read anything, guys, learning is earning. Make a point of doing that. In fact, we had a blog post recently on VanillaSoft.com where we actually took all of the guests that were on the podcast in 2019. We chronicled all of their books. And it's an incredible who's who because, again, Weinberg, Blunt, uh, Anarino, Hunter, uh, Bertuzzi, you know, the list goes on, all the legends, right? But then what was even more cool about that one was we actually took all the books that they said influenced them. And we put it out there, which I always find almost more interesting. Take somebody who's really successful and you look at the books that affected them. That's cool. I like, you know there's the proof in the pudding. Anyway, why do I share that? I share that because, you know, that's how I learn. I learn that way. And then ironically, believe it or not, I learn from you guys. When you call me, I learn and I adapt. So I learn about your products and your services. So I'm one of those few people who likes getting sales calls, but I also like actually like picking your brain. So I'm typically the guy who's secretly saying, what are you saying? What's your approach to hook me? Would that work? Would I approach that? So I'm actually totally, totally analyzing your approach to sell me, full disclosure. But the other part that's really interesting is watching how you guys try to sell me, in other words, the tactics you use. So I get a variety. Let me explain to you what I get. I get the phone call and or the voicemail, but usually it's just a phone call, phone call, phone call, maybe a voicemail, but it's like relentless. I get that. That's fine. That's cool. That's one channel. I get a gazillion emails like you wouldn't believe. It's hilarious. And by the way, if your subject line isn't engaging at all, or if I can't skim it on my phone, because that's where I read most of my emails, I don't even read it. I just go delete, 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 delete. That's me. I'm not, it's nothing personal. I do it to all of you. I'm, I'm an equal opportunist deleter of emails. But if your subject line is interesting and it resonates with me, it's personalized to me, and, it, and I go, ooh, ooh, then you've got my attention, because remember, I like to learn. So if I can learn from you, then I open the email. 
What I think is most fun, and this is a true story, is how few of you actually come at me in social media. And let me qualify that. I get a gazillion connection requests, personalized notes every single day from all of you. And they all start off with one of two approaches. Hey, Daryl, I really love what you're doing. And because we're in the same industry, I'd love to connect with you. So in other words, they have no idea what I'm doing. That is a complete bullshit made up statement. It's generic as hell. And I go delete. Or they say, hey, Daryl, my company does A, B, C, D, and E, and I think we can help you out. So it's a pitch, not a connection request. And it's a generic pitch. You have no idea if I need that or not. You've done no research on me. So I go delete. Now, the best ones that get me, this is just me, this is just Daryl speaking, is when I get the ones that say, hey, Daryl, I've tried phone, I've tried email, you have not returned any of my calls, but I know you're super active here on LinkedIn. So this is my attempt to reach you now using this medium. I love those. I'm like, connect. I'm replying. I love you. I'm giggling. I've got your emails. I saw your phone calls. Okay, fine. It's talk. So why? If they would have just gone uh, LinkedIn alone, I never would have responded. But because they went multi-channel, I saw them over and over again. That's the first part. And then the, the second part was they made it contextual to me. They actually almost made fun of the situation that I was ignoring them. And they didn't back off from the challenge. I respect that. I know you've got a deal to do here. I know you got to sell. Every buyer knows that. So why are you wasting time with bad cadences, bad sequences, bad playbooks, just bad messaging, not personalized when it's so easy to fix? That's me. But again, I keep on saying to you, I'm just one guy. So who should I talk to? Well, I mentioned Outbound at the conference. Outbound's coming up. Who's one of the four founders of Outbound? You may know him. He's been on the show before. Anthony Anarino, he, my friends, of multiple books. In fact, he's due, because if I do my history right, he had a book, you know, The Only Sales Guide You Ever Need in 2016. He had The Lost Art of Closing in 2017. He had Eat Their Lunch in 2018. All freaking bestsellers, annoying as hell. He's a podcast machine in the arena. He's a blogging machine. He gets up early all the time, cranks his stuff out. And it's, this is like a 500-word blogs, guys. These are substantial stuff. That's the sales blog. A thousand. Thousand. There you go. A thousand. See, I'm telling you, I noticed. I didn't count. Apparently, he does. That's my point. I, I'm learning from him because I like to learn. You should be too. But I went to him and I saw a blog post recently and I said, this is what he and I need to talk about. His blog post was on the five enormous mistakes in your prospecting sequence. And that kids is what we're talking about but first let's meet the cat himself anthony welcome to the show now you know how to get daryl's attention you write a blog post about prospecting sequences that'll get you invited <laughs> on right away won't it you know my favorite is ian i'm an enormous fan and i'm like well no you're not because you think my name is ian, ian. narino yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that kind of gives it away from the beginning. You should at least know the person's name and get that right. I had Good one starting the, point. I had one the other day. I actually posted on this on LinkedIn, like the screen capture. I was nice enough. I blurred out their name and picture and it was uh, a connection request. Hey, parenthesis, first name, parenthesis, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, oh my gosh, guys, enough with the bots already. Just stop it. We get it. Stop it. And, no uh, yeah. kidding. It's just bad. Anyway, before we get into the topic around the five enormous mistakes, not just mistakes, enormous mistakes that you're making in your prospecting sequence, which is something we've never talked about before on the show. Really? Yeah, no, we really haven't, which is funny because VanillaSoft is a sales engagement vendor. It's all about sequences and cadences and playbooks. That's literally the essence is of our platform. Is that what you guys do? That's what we do. I don't know if you know that. Yeah. 
Yeah. I, did I mention we're the I'm, title I'm sponsor and Anthony's going, what the hell do you do? I love that. <laughs> and we've never talked about it. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that conversation. But I want to stop because I was telling a story about you earlier today. We did another podcast recording and I was sharing the story about how Outbound began. And if I recall right, it was you as a response to the whole, you got an email invite or something to attend Inbound, which of course is put on by the folks at HubSpot. And you said there's no Outbound. Is, is that right? That's right. I was waiting for my turn to speak at a conference and I was just catching up on stuff. And I was watching stuff go by and the inbound thing came in and I thought inbound, I mean, I get it. I'm a HubSpot customer. I mean, I, I use them as a CRM, so I like what they do and it's important, but there was so much going on for so long about it all has to be inbound. There's no more cold outreach. You can't pick up the phone and call people. And, and there was so much of it that I had a, a visceral reaction to getting this. And I, I was literally sitting there and I thought, I got to do something about this. So literally, I went out to Hover.com where I buy domain names. I bought OutboundConference.com. I bought Outbound Boston, San Francisco, Atlanta, New York, Chicago. I bought every major city in America. I bought years. I bought Outbound Conference 2016, 17, 18, all the way up to like 25. I don't know how many domain names I own, but I own a whole bunch of them. And I did that without ever talking to anybody. Then I called Jeb later on that night and I said, we're going to start a conference called Outbound and it's all going to be the exact opposite of inbound. It's all going to be just outbound prospecting and building a pipeline and being productive and taking control of your destiny and, and what you want as a salesperson. And he said, that's the single best idea you've ever had in your life. And I was like, wow, <laughs> I don't know what that says about all my other ideas, but you, uh, you apparently like it. And uh, then I called Mark Hunter because Mark Hunter is a solid yes. If I said, uh, Mark, we're going to do a conference on Mars uh, next year, we might die. He'll be like, okay, well, just make sure I know how to get there. You know, he, he would be in immediately. And then we got Weinberg to do it. And from there, you know, we only had maybe 10 weeks from the start to, to getting the conference going. And we were about 400 people next year, 600 last year. Well, we, we sold a uh, a thousand tickets, but there were 1,100 people there. So I don't know how that happened, but we had enough seats for everybody. And then we had to put seats around uh, the back wall and the side walls. It looked like we had wings, you know, on the end of it. And uh, it turns out that people want to know how to do this. They want to know how to be better at prospecting. They want to know how to be able to build their pipeline without waiting for marketing to do something for them. So it ends up being a, a big success. And we're thrilled to have you as a sponsor because what you do is just very, very much aligned with what we believe. So thank you. We appreciate you being there. No problem. You know, hey, the money was just sitting in the bank. So this way now it's an investment, right? So there we go. I have a question for you. So outbound was a reaction to inbound, and, and I get all that. My question is, how do you define outbound? That's the one question I've been wanting to ask you specifically as it relates to this conference, because I guess I asked the question, is social selling? We won't explore what that means, but is that outbound? Like, what's outbound? Is it just a phone? You tell me. No, I don't think it's just a phone. I, I think it's, it's because you guys do what you do, you know. LinkedIn is an important tool. As the people who started outbound... You will never hear me and you will never hear Jeb Blunt. You'll never hear Mark Hunter say, don't use all the tools. We'll never say that. We're all bound. Like I want inbound. I want outbound. I want to make relationships with people in every single venue and every single medium I can possibly find. 
If, if you show up at a networking event, that's great. If you network online, that's great. If you can get referrals through LinkedIn, get referrals through LinkedIn, wh- whatever works for you. I've had people who have hired me to speak over Twitter. You know, so I'm, I'm certainly not uh, unaware of the power of the tools. But when we were reacting to this, and I was between me and Jeb and Mike Weinberg and Mark, we took a lot of the flack from this for being out of touch. But we never said no inbound. We never said don't use the social tools. We said stop saying no more cold outreach. Stop saying that you're not allowed to cold call. Stop saying that when you interrupt people, they're never going to buy from you because it's not true. And, and we had a whole bunch of people, young bucks mostly, just arguing with us that no one will ever make a cold call again now that there's LinkedIn and Twitter. And the fact of the matter is it's not true. So we were more concerned with the truth. You mentioned in your intro that you read Mike Weinberg's book. I wrote the foreword for that book, and I'll argue it's the best part of the book. And he'll argue it, that it's it, not. It's, it, it was <laughs> a good part of it. I did enjoy it. We set it up. And, you know, it, it was an argument that we were having with the loud voices on LinkedIn at that time. And I think everyone knows now, you know, first off, I don't hear very many people talk about social selling at all. I mean, I never hear it anymore. I knew it was a fad when it started. It's a medium. And you're going to use every medium. You're going to use every medium. So outbound to me means I'm going to reach out and I'm going to ask somebody for a meeting in a place where I have a reasonable shot of getting that. Twitter is not that place. Twitter is not that place. It's not where you do this. And what's the first rule of social selling? Don't sell. Okay. Well, a little bit of a dichotomy there, right? Like social selling, but don't sell. And I get it because they were right about that. Like It's not a place for you to make an ask. It's a place for you to start to develop a relationship and be known, just like the story that you told. You've tried me on the phone. You've tried me on email. You've left me voicemails. You've showed up on LinkedIn. You keep showing up in different places. That's a really important thing to do. One of the reasons I'm so happy that you're the sponsor is because the technology allows us to do this in a much more sophisticated way with much greater clarity as to what we're trying to get done and with a much better approach that gives people what I would call a professional persistence and not the sporadic thing that we used to do. Like I'm gonna call Daryl and then I'll try him again in 90 days. But what I just taught Daryl was if I ignore this person, they'll go away for 90 days and I don't have to think about them anymore. And I accept that offer every time it's offered to me. Like you're just gonna disappear, great. But if you can be persistent and you can share value and you can explain the value proposition of a meeting, you can do a lot better. And uh, the, the technology here will enable that. Cool, I love it. Thank you for that. I was just my own personal exploration. Everybody else, uh, if I bored you or Anthony was boring, but she wasn't, by the way. Uh, Sorry about that. But now you know. Outbound, allbound, it's all the same. All right. We said we're going to cover the five enormous mistakes you make in your prospecting sequence. I know you want to know. So if you can wait about 30 seconds more, we're going to go to commercial break and we're going to get into it. And it's going to be a rapid fire. So stay tuned. Hold on. We'll be right back. CRM was designed for managing relationships. Sales engagement is designed for starting them. Current stats indicate that sales reps only contact new leads about 50% of the time, make less than two attempts to contact them, and are only about 35% productive. CRM is the wrong tool to engage sales prospects. VanillaSoft is a sales engagement platform. It allows you to rapidly turn marketing-qualified leads into sales-qualified leads. According to user reviews, VanillaSoft will increase your pipeline and productivity by three times or more. Blow your quota out of the water. How? 
by ensuring each new sales lead is engaged within seconds, persistently, and with the cadence that is optimal for your prospects. Don't let your sales leads fall into a black hole. Take your lead engagement and sales qualification out of your CRM. Try VanillaSoft for free at VanillaSoft.com. Okay, now we're in rapid fire mode, Mr. I just call you Ian. Is that you prefer me to just call you Ian? Is that it? <laughs> <laughs> you can. As the title sponsor, I guess you have the right. Yeah, I have the right to call you Ian. That I'm a Ian from now on. All right, rapid fire. Now you want to get the whole post. Go read it, guys. It's it's on in the, the salesblog.com. Okay, it's called the five enormous mistakes in your prospecting sequence. But you have five points. So I'm, I'm going to give you two minutes per point. Let's see if we can nail through this. Number one, you said less human than human. Talk to me. All right, fully automating everything and not having a human do this. I got an email. I ignored the email. I got another email with the email pasted below it. I got a third email with the two prior emails I ignored posted below those. On the fourth one, I sent a note saying, listen, this isn't working for you. Uh, read my friend Jeb Blunt's book, Fanatical Prospecting. It will help you. And about a week later, I got a note from the salesperson who was sending me this saying, I didn't send you any of those. They all came from my chief marketing officer. And had you not replied, I wouldn't have known that you ever looked at him or not looked at him. And I thought, wow, he doesn't even know he's attempting to get a meeting with me. He's not trying to sell me. His chief marketing officer believes that he can automate the acquisition of meetings and the acquisition of opportunities without having to have a human do anything. So what it says to me is that you don't care about me, you don't know me, and you could care less. You're just going to use spam to see if you can get somebody to respond to these things. That's less human than human. Listen, if you want a client, you reach out to that person, you figure out who they are, you find some theory about how you should be helping them and you trade enough value to get that. You can't automate this. You have to be a human being and people still buy from human beings. All right, so every person- Did I come in under time? You did well. I'm actually watching it. Uh, every single one of you who have a uh, maybe a revenue ops, sales ops, marketing ops, CMO kind of person who's involved in these decisions, just cut that clip and send it to him. Okay, that's the first thing, because I agree with everything he's saying, and I'm a CMO, and I agree with what he's saying. In fact, we have a rule here that, you know, if you come to us at VanillaSoft, you download some content or you, or you do a webinar or something, yeah, we're going to nurture you. It's a high-level nurture. But the minute that the sales rep even remotely touches you, we are out. We do no more nurturing at all because the sales rep owns the relationship. And we make it clear that email or that touch is coming from usually me. My name is on it with my title. So you know it's not an account executive or an SDR. It's me, the CMO. And here's my email address. Call me. Email me. But we make that distinction clear. So I like your point there. All right. I, I didn't know that, but I like that a lot. I, Thank you. I mean, it's, it's transparency. I had a conversation with someone the other day, uh, actually, it might have been Victor Antonio, because he was telling me about the name of his new book, which I, which is coming up before Outbound, which I won't give away here. Um, but he tells me how he was inspired by the show you know, Orange is the New Black. And I got to thinking about sales is the new marketing, because so much of sales reps are doing marketing now with their own nurtures and touches and social and everything else. That's exactly why we do that. Okay. You say... Number two, the email alone approach. You say that is a big mistake. It's an enormous mistake. What do you mean two minutes go? All right. Uh, if your sequence is just emails, then you're not creating any real value. And especially the emails that show up. I tried to pull one up on LinkedIn that I got that was an email so I could read it to you. And it's just a straight pitch. And it's like, here's who we are. 
here's what we do. Here's why I'm so great at it. Here's why you should uh, engage with me. And then another email that says the same thing. And there's always a link to try to get you to click on something so that you can prove that this person is interested, even though they're not really interested. If you are trying to get a meeting and you're doing it over email and every ask that you make is over email, you're just choosing a poor medium for an ask because I don't know you. I don't know what your theory is about why I should change. You're just straight pitching me. And then you're using a medium that gives me the very easiest way to say no just by hitting the delete key or ignoring your email. It's just not effective. And I think I wrote something about the percentages between like zero and some number less than zero or something. It's very hard to get somebody to say yes to a meeting when they don't know you and you just keep spamming them with email. You've got to mix it up. And I think we're talking to... I didn't know you were the CMO. I thought you were just, your title was the Daryl. And uh, <laughs> as the Daryl, you know, like you would never recommend use Vanilla Soft and just spam the hell out of everybody no. until they relent and give you a meeting. You yeah. would say, mix it up. You got to do some different things. You got to have some different looks and different places that you show up and different insights and good things to share. So if you just go email alone, you're making an enormous mistake. You're really a spammer at that point. You are. A lot of guys will say, women will say, well, it's a numbers game. I know I'm spamming, but if I send enough out, I'll have enough responses. And I want to throttle them when they say that. But you laughed. Why'd you laugh? Uh, because like the idea of pissing off 98.9% of the people in your database might not be the best idea. <laughs> Thank you. I've said the same thing and they just ignore me. I'm like, oh man. So the biggest thing is you're hiding behind the email, right? It's not a sequence if it's That's just true. email. It's a spam. It's all it is. Anthony's 100% right. The second thing is often your pitch is this is who we are and this is what we do. Yeah. Why do I care? And what does that mean to me? You're begging me to figure out your value prop and connect the dots to my pain. You know, I don't care. I don't have time for that. Tell me why I should care. Connect with me. All right. Personalize it. Okay. Next time. This is controversial. Too few phone calls is an enormous mistake. Talk to me about that. First off, we can argue about this and it'll be a good argument. My sequence would go like this. Week one, phone call, followed by a voicemail. I give you a, a commercial, but I never ask you to call me back. Followed by an email saying, I'm sorry, I missed you. Same thing I say on the voicemail. I will try to catch you again uh, the same time next week. And in the meantime, if you need anything, you, you have my email address. It's got my phone number too. Second week, I'm going to do the same thing. Stay with me here, Daryl. I, I wish I could see you. I'm on the camera myself. But uh, th third week, another phone call. Fourth week, phone call. Now I'm going to start mixing up the mediums. And here's what I can tell you. The fact that you're pursuing someone and they feel that you're pursuing them and that you're leaving a message and you're telling them the value proposition. So my pro value proposition is, Daryl, I want to give you a 20-minute executive briefing on the four trends that we think are gonna have the biggest impact on personal branding over the next 18 to 24 months. And one of the things that our research shows is that wearing blue glasses is detrimental to your personal brand, especially if you're on LinkedIn quite frequently. And so I'm gonna give you some pitch about what the value is in the meeting. You can't do that as easily in other mediums and have it be as effective as the phone. So you're gonna try the phone and you're gonna trade some value to do that. You should embrace the idea of using the phone, number one, and leaving messages. And people tell me like, no, you don't wanna leave a message. Like, do you knock on people's doors and run? Like, no, you're asking them for their attention. Leave a message, let them know you're pursuing them. 
if you do that, the propensity to give you an answer one way or the other. Now, I'm going to tell you my experience is about 40% of people get two-way with you if you have those four or so calls, very close succession. Not everybody's going to be happy or impressed with your persistence. There will be grouchy people that you run into who will say, leave me alone. But most of them sound more like, I know you've been trying to get a hold of me. I'm sorry. We've been super busy. What is it that you wanted to share with me? And you're at least in a conversation. After that, then I think you mix up the medium. So I think you should have a priority for phones early on. It produces a better result. So what I love about what Anthony just said specifically, what resonated with me, was his cadence, his sequence was much more extended. You know, many times it's seven touches in seven days. He was pacing himself. He was playing the long game. So he wasn't annoying, but he was persistent. And persistency is the real reason you do a sequence. The second thing that was really interesting, you talked about the voicemail. Voicemail is really powerful. We actually had Art Subcheck on this podcast to talk about how to use a voicemail effectively, properly, consistently, repetitively. And by the way, now should you listen to that? He's going to be at Outbound. You should just go talk to him there. So that's a double plug. So that's really, really cool. Now we're going to go into lightning round because we're almost out of time. 30 seconds for the last two points each. Uh, you say, no, no, ask content. I have no idea what that means, but what does it mean? Because it's an enormous mistake. No, no, ask content. If every time you reach out and touch somebody, you're asking them, it's ask, 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 ask. No, give. Stop and give them something. Share the insight. The blue glasses, the, that was 2017, man. <laughs> you, you should be looking at orange. Like, I should give you something of value without asking for anything. Because if I tell you, go look at this and you look, go look at this and you look, go look at this and you look and you read it, then pretty soon who's shaping the way you think about things? I don't have to ask every time. I can give the gift of here's an insight. It's useful to you whether you hire me or you hire somebody else. You need to break it up. So when you have no ask content, then you're making a mistake. Give them some content without asking. If you haven't heard the James Muir podcast we did, who will also be at Outbound, we talk a little bit exactly about this, about going into that meeting. You want to have an ask. You want to know what that ask is going to be. What, what do you want that person to do as a result of this meeting? And you also about adding value. If you don't add value, it's, it's a wasted meeting. Check that one out. Last one, 30 seconds, no more. Go for it. Don't straight pitch people on LinkedIn over in mail. And listen, we know you're a spammer. We know you hired somebody to do it. If I see the keywords that say, and the best part is, If you don't get new clients, we don't get paid. No, the best part is the delete key. That's the best part. I can just eliminate this. I don't have to look at it anymore. And I know that somebody's doing a really good conning people into saying that they can get appointments for them because they all say this. I tried to find this for you, Daryl, but one person sent me a note saying, I have helped over 2,793 clients. And I'm like, That's 2,794. Why is it more than that number? And the best part is, I don't need to know the best part. It's just spam. It wasn't even intended for me. And the Daryl, the truth of the matter is people try to sell me sales training. Pretty sure that they never looked at you. And you might be getting pitched by people who have software. And you're like, do you know who I am and what I do? Not really. They're just taking a run at it. My favorite, I get this all the time. Uh, hey, we do multi-channel engagement and we can drive your business. Really, you do multi-channel engagement. That's a good idea. Or I got one today. Daryl, do you have a video plan for 2020? And it's like, you clearly have never even looked at me at all. Folks. We're trying to get him to tone down the videos a little bit and they're trying to get you to do more. I know. You seem What's pretty active to me. See, but it's because I'm insecure. We are out of time. This is Anthony, the Anthony Anarino. But to friends and family, he's just plain old. You can check him out at the <laughs> 
salesblog.com. Go to outboundconference.com. Register now. In the meantime, we're done for this week, folks. You take care. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye. You've been listening once again to another episode of Inside, Inside Sales. Hosted by Daryl Prail, the CMO of VanillaSoft. Tune in every week for actionable ideas to increase your sales productivity. Sponsored by VanillaSoft.